Hello. Okay, great. Okay, so let me test mine. Um, <laughs> I think I'm have to speak louder. You have to. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's not as high as yours, though. <laughs> Hello. Well, I have okay, I have great. like a deep voice. You do. So. You do. Which is good for radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're good to go. Hello, you're welcome to the Chai Podcast with Joy Abara and you are listening to the eighth episode. I have here with me someone who you might know. He is one of Africa's youngest innovators whose work has gained global recognition. He is a pace setter, innovator, and if you're not careful, he is intimidating too. But wait, before you judge, wait till I read out his biography before we decide whether or not what I am saying is true. So Godwin Benson is the founder of Tutoria, an innovative tutoring solution that matches tutors and potential students using an online platform that allows students seek out potential tutors and schedule lessons based on their personal preferences and needs. He was one of the top 30 finalists of the ASO Villa Demo Day event held in Abuja where he met with the presidency and with Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, who both applauded Tutoria's contribution to education. He was also a winner of the prestigious Innovation Prize for Africa 2016 as one of the top 10 most innovative ideas in Africa by the Africa Innovation Foundation held in Botswana, as well as the Africa Prize for Engineering Innovation 2016 by the Royal Academy United Kingdom held in London. Godwin was the winner of the Future Awards Africa Prize for Education 2016. He has authored two e-books on how to study for exams without stress, fear or failure and how to get a job without applying like everyone else, which are both widely read by thousands of students and graduates across Africa. So, ladies and gentlemen, the man of the hour, Mr. Godwin Benson. Didn't I tell you? <laughs> Quite an intimidating biography. How are you, Godwin? I am fine, Joy. Um, thanks so much for having me. It's, it's a pleasure to, it's, to be here. I'm excited to have you here. It, it's taking what <laughs> now? Months, weeks? <laughs> this is the longest I know. you've had to plan. I know. Oh, I have had to plan. I know. And I was determined. <laughs> I was really determined. I'm like, no, I have to have him here. And it's so great to have you here. Thank you for you know, making this happen. And thanks for him inviting me as well. And for being persistent. <laughs> You're welcome. By the way, your schedule is is something else. Yes. Yeah. It you, is. You clearly seem like a really busy man. I happen to be. I happen to what's, be. What's, what's your schedule like? Um, do you mean like right now? Or Every day of your schedule? life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I want an insight. <laughs> well, um, seeing that I run a company that is fast growing and a lot of things... Um, happened so fast. I have mm-hmm. a team of uh, 23 staff. Okay. Uh, much of what I do, I have to meet certain teams within my company. So the tech team, for example, review certain features we were working on mm-hmm. or, or other teams, marketing, the sales, mm-hmm. and so just to brainstorm on ideas. And I get to meet with a lot of other people, um, investors, mm-hmm. um, people, some a few mentors, and then sometimes that I set aside to work on my business, like researching and re- re- reading mm-hmm. and seeing new trends that we could um, deploy. So much of that takes my time. Mm-hmm. And um, also I have to, because there are a lot of other things I have to say no to in order to ensure that these important things we'll get, get done. done. So I have to learn to prioritize and be determined to you know, pull things off. Sounds like a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> so right, let's get straight into the business of the day, which is okay. to 
get a picture, get proper understanding of who Godwin is. I know Godwin is this amazing guy who is doing crazy, amazing things. But first off, to Teria, as I read in your um, biography, you're the CEO of the company. What's it about? Um, so, Tuteria is an online platform that connects people who are seeking to learn mm -hmm. anything to someone who is good at that skill and is willing to teach in, in exchange for money. Okay. Um, so, it started with a, a, a challenge I had as a young tutor many years ago when I taught someone's uh, child and he didn't pay me after the end of the, the, the month. Okay. And so I, at the time, I, I, of course, it was painful because, like I say, I, I had already spent the money even before it came in. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be the first time I would earn okay. you know, something from contributing my right. knowledge. And so I thought about how could I ensure that this never happened to me and to other people like me who teach. And so that was the idea at the time. How do I ensure that people who teach actually get paid for, for the service that they render. And then around the time, I noticed that there were also a lot of people who wanted to learn, mm -hmm. but had the challenge of finding very good teachers, especially when those teachers were close to, to them. And I felt that that was a, a, a gap that needed to, to be filled. And that's how I came about um, to Terria. And how has it been so far? It's been amazing. Uh, it's been very re 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 rewarding Wording. and also very challenging. Um, it's the first time I have tried to launch into a real business. And so there's a lot I had to learn. I've been the booky kind of person before Obviously. now. <laughs> and I had to, you know, segue into being a business person. Yeah. So it was stretching, but I brought in the things I learned from being booky, which is planning, reading, researching, Great. and ensuring that I cover as much as I can regarding every every facet of the business. Okay. And we've had a lot of tutors, um, over 15,000 now. Wow. And we've had a lot of people learn various subjects and skills from local languages mm -hmm. to music, dance, mm -hmm. art academics, piano, you know, there's a lot of things that people want to learn. Yeah. And the more we, we uh, you know, serve them, the more, we see, the more needs we see that they have yeah. and how we can solve that. So it's an interesting journey. I can only imagine. Yeah. You know, you mentioned in your, um, when you were speaking that you have 23 staff and I want yeah. to assume that that's from Tutorial. Tutera, yes. Tutera, yes. Um, so I have tried out your website. Okay. I, it was recommended to me by a friend. I was trying to get my hands busy during the holidays when I was free. Okay. And, you know, I had an amazing... Um, 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 the feedback I got from the person, because I got contacted immediately as soon as I signed up, you know, and I thought that was just great, you know, customer service, because yeah. I signed up in, say... 10 minutes and then in the next minute again you know someone called me so I just felt like that was that's really good you know especially for a terrain like Nigeria where you know how poor customer service is this brings Absolutely. me to my question um, for a young entrepreneur how do you manage to recruit people to 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 your your company and also get people who would give you the service that you have you know, page them for quality service. I mean, I understand that this is the bane of so many entrepreneurs right now. They're having issues with, you know, one person not doing their job well. How have you managed to do pull that through? Okay, I, I think that's a very, uh, very pertinent question <laughs> and one that we all face. Yeah. Um, I'll speak about how we have tried to address that. I think in recruiting um, people, yeah. 
you first of all we had to um decide what we were looking for in terms of um the type of person okay um his background or the kind of background we hope that he has or yeah. he or she has um the skill level you know and their commitment and passion uh, so it starts with a company called culture like we often say to walk into terra you need to be a happy person you just have okay. to be a happy person you need to be hard working and you need to be pulsating with passion to get the job done in the fastest possible time okay so we know who we are we mm -hmm. just need to find someone that fits into who we are you have a standard. and so we yeah we need we had to itemize the things that we're looking out for and we don't drop the ball okay. and so every person that comes in is uh, or goes through the interview process yeah. is examined against those standards we have set okay. sometimes we interview 30 50 people we don't pick any until we find the one per wow. person so we see it as hire for the long term okay don't hire because there's a pressing need and you just need to feel yeah, fill it up space, yeah. and the person comes in um only interested in filling up that immediate need mm -hmm. and as um as a CEO, you also need to be able to paint, to sell a vision to your employees. Because I've seen that people want to be part of something great. Mm -hmm. They want to feel that their work matters. They want to know where this thing is going. They don't just want to come and do the day-to-day -day yeah. and feel that's all. It just ends, ends, ends there. Yeah. So um, from the point where people come in, when they get to the point where they meet me, because I'm like the final stage, mm -hmm. um, what I sell to them is vision. And I try to see if it resonates with them, you know, mm -hmm. internally. If it doesn't, then I know that this person would, would have to drag him along. Yeah. You know, but if it does, and then we see that there is that passion and commitment. For example, we say that we would not hire someone whose first time of hearing about Tara was the time he saw the job at yeah. We just feel that you naturally are not someone that's interested job in this space <laughs> at all. If you're interested in education, yeah. not even into Tara, just in education, you should have heard about but, us some, yeah. some, somehow. So passion, excellence, we have exams, written tests, we have practical tests, mm. we have sessions of interaction, we even have now a teaching test. Okay. So every employee is first of all must have a heart for teaching, teaching so right. there's a session where they need to teach and we need to see that passion even if you end up writing code mm -hmm. or picking calls mm -hmm. you must be able to teach, to teach. because wow. that's fundamental to the existence of our company that's, that's so um, that helps us getting people who are passionate about the work amazing so um also before you started out you um had a job you yes, had a regular nine to five that you were um, you know, taking on and you did something. I mean, first of all, I would like to consider that job stable. You're working at Deloitte, <laughs> <laughs> which was, is actually. not, you know, I mean, it's, it's a privilege. I, I would like to think for anyone to, you know, get um, qualified to work in a company like that. And you did something that a lot of people are still trying to get the confidence to do. You quit your job. What gave you that <laughs> guts? <laughs> Why did you pull such a stunt? I mean, to start your own business. How did that happen? How were you able to make such a decision? Okay. Um, at the time, uh, it was a bit difficult for me mm -hmm. because, yeah, I was here earning money, good money. And um, I had this idea to do something else. So what I did then to help my mind... Um, 
because even at the time I got somewhat of an offer to work in an oil company so okay. I was going to be paid much more and it was really enticing mm-hmm. but I really felt passionate about what I wanted to do and so um, what I did was during my time at Deloitte I spent the day at the office and I spent the night time working on my idea so the plans and I worked at ev- every single phase and part and component mm-hmm. of the idea I really wanted to co- be able to convince myself that this this thing would work you know and i didn't want to leave anything to chance i was going to leave my paying job so i looked at everything from the technical angle to the sales to the business model to marketing to branding to office to staff employees i tried running the numbers and saying okay if for for instance we only have 10 customers in a month mm-hmm. uh, what would that amount to would we be able to make enough to make the company survive and looked at how would that grow so i did all of that to help my mind, mm. you know, help my mind's lining with what my heart was already going for. Mm. So for me, uh, my heart was already on this because it's something that I'm passionate ab- uh, about. But help me decide, I had to like run the numbers. Let me be sure that this thing can work, mm-hmm. you know. But when I saw that it could actually work and it would impact a lot more people. Mm. So the sense of fulfillment was going to be more for me because every month for instance we not even every month every single day we see the, i see the amount that tutors get you know he leaves our account and sometimes i'm like wow <laughs> <laughs> i mean just just last year we we had a couple of tutors that end over a million naira in one year and so that fulfillment was what i saw way back and it made me realize that i'd rather do this and impact as many lives as possible mm-hmm. even if it meant i was going to quote unquote suffer for a few months yeah. or for a few years but ultimately if i think about the people that i've been able to help that should make me smile and so that gave me the uh, passion right. and the incentive or the co- courage to live must have been the best decision you've made in your <laughs> life. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't regret it one bit. Right. So you won the Future Awards for Africa for Education in 2016. And in that category, you had the likes of Arese Ugu, Izuna Okafo. These are also you know, amazing people in their own strides. Yeah. In that same year also, you met Mark Zuckerberg at the Arsene Villa Day um, um, Awards. How did that make you feel, first of all? Was it a validation of your dreams coming true what what was going through your mind that time um for me you know like i tell my employees there's there's no way i get to that i haven't already been in my mind Mm. so before i'm there i already am there you dreamt about it exactly so it was of course it was nice it Mm -hmm. felt nice you know (laughs) it felt nice nice, to be honest um and it was um it was a a a good part on the back that you've done well you're doing well what you're doing people you know seem to think that it is relevant yeah um but for us the the major validation was when we had our customers like the first person who paid mm. it was it, it took us eight months or nine months to to get one customer mm. when we did get one customer it was victory uh, <laughs> we, we, we we had a dance myself <laughs> and my co-founder that night was a party oh, she wow. paid around 9 p.m wow. and she was on port harcourt not even lagos mm-hmm. she had not even met the tutor in person she saw the process saw the platform and she just paid 
and we felt if one person could pay, <laughs> then we know we can yeah. get millions yeah. more You're to pay. Right For us, that was that was very important to us. And so from that point on, we knew we were onto something that could actually work. But meeting them has been very helpful. It mm -hmm. has helped our, our brand. People mm -hmm. tend to believe us more now. When you see a picture <laughs> with me and Mark Zuckerberg. I and I think speaking with Mark Zuckerberg particularly was quite humbling. Um, he, he was asking a lot of questions about Tuteria as though he really was interested in knowing deeply about how the platform worked mm -hmm. and you know the impact that we were making. And for me, that was really in, you know, Soothing. I was re really, uh, what's the word now? Mesmerized. <laughs> you know, I was asking really important questions. And interestingly, he actually remembered. So I met him again at uh, San Francisco. Wow. And he actually remembered that conversation. Mm. And I felt, wow, okay, well, this is, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it just made me see that he didn't he has a he has a massive company but much more than that he has a large heart mm. and as an entrepreneur it made me see that you we can't just go about business, business the yeah, no, normal way yeah. you need to have a heart and a passion for the things that you do not trying to uh, make people think you have a passion but truly genuinely mm -hmm. be passionate about what you do yeah. and so uh, that was what, what i learned from my interaction with mark zuckerberg at the time, so I think it was, it was a good experience. Of course, clearly, it must have been. <laughs> you know, the truth is, I actually don't see you far from him. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't see, well, that much of a difference. But we're moving on to the next question. In 2014, you started the company, and three years from then, you've won six awards. You've amassed six awards. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what is it that you do differently? Okay, um, in, my, in my company, we are big on excellence. We are big on, although people tend to say, try not to be a perfectionist, but in Jeteria, we try to be perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we also try to take advantage of every opportunity that comes our way. Mm -hmm. So many of the um, competitions or awards that we won were because people noticed the excellence in the little things that we were doing mm -hmm. so for example from the way we designed our website to the way we conduct our business to the the kind of results that we get afterwards mm -hmm. we've tried to be very focused on doing it excellently to the best of our knowledge mm -hmm. and we've also tried to be very innovative as a company we never want to lose that innovativeness so mm -hmm. we don't just do things normally we try to see what's the best way we could do this how could we for example, ensure that a tutor is well uh, profiled to um, to fit the, standards. fit the standards that we really require. And yeah. those are standards that the clients are happy to to see, and that these bodies, you know, realize when they visit our website. So um, I think that has made us very uh, different from everyone else that just wants to do something and all of that. But we are. Uh, focused on a vi vision that demands a lot of excellence mm -hmm. from us and taking advantage of opportunities as they come up. And so you stick by that, you know, um, template. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, another thing is, I mean, you can correct me, but I think you're one of a few Nigerians who is actually tooling the path in which you studied. So you studied systems and engineering in school. Yes, And I, I feel like you have followed through 
you know, progressively in all the works that you have done. That to me says that you're someone who clearly knows what he wants to do. So it means that clarity must have come from a very, you know, young age, which is not very common because many of us find ourselves in one area and then we want to fly into another. I mean, I am a testament to that. Okay. How do you advise someone who is still trying to find their path in life? Okay. Um, I remember when I was young, I wanted to be an astronaut. (laughs) (laughs) And then I learned you could not be an astronaut in Nigeria. And so I changed. I wanted to be an engineer, but I I didn't know which. And so I said, I wanted to be an innovator. I'm not sure engineer is what I want. (laughs) And I just stuck with that. I didn't know what it meant, but I just knew that in my life, I wanted to create something that never existed. And I wanted to be able to impact on people. It wasn't clear what exactly, but there was just that inner desire to be to live an impactful life. Um, so for people who have that uh, lack of clarity, and I've spoken to a number of them, first is to think about what what really makes you excited. What what keeps you? What can you do um, without any encouragement? For example, for me, teaching is what I can do for hours. I can teach anybody anything that I know for hours without trying, without being tired. And I was known for that on campus in the University of Lagos and in my secondary school. And so it was only natural that I was going to do something in education because that's what I naturally do. So, but everyone should think about what drives what drives you. Yeah. It may not be something you like. As you, you know, like in terms of you find f- as fun, okay. but does that thing drive you? You know, most times we don't um, we we don't know much about that idea until we begin to explore it. So ideas are like flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep unraveling and you find more and find more and find more. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was um, I was passionate about something. I wasn't sure what it was. If at some point I was telling my fiance who is now my wife that I think I might start a university. Mm. At some point I said, I think I might start a school. Mm. At some other point I think, I'm not sure it's a school I want, mm. you know, but as I kept thinking about the idea and reading and seeing what was available, I then realized that actually I'm interested in the learning, not having a physical school. Mm, yeah. So it has morphed into different forms because that's the level of exposure and knowledge yeah, I, I had. Great. Until I came across the right exposure and I realized this is actually what I've had in mind all along. But because I didn't know this was possible, mm. I just kept losing the approximate opportunities, school, university, lesson center, and things like, like, like that. But I think for most people, look into what what are you passionate about um try to narrow it down read and research a lot about it i I will say this that um i was able to know that tutorial was what i wanted when i was just researching online for education or tutoring businesses in the u.s and i came across one website immediately i saw it i knew instantly that that was what i have had in mind all along but i didn't know how to describe it mm-hmm. so immediately i saw it that just helped helped me and for many people that has been the same story mm-hmm. so you saw something else that mirrors what you seem to have in your heart yeah. and then it just resonates and that helps you you know that this is exactly what i've had in, in, mm-hmm. in mind so i think that helps a 
that goes a long way mm -hmm. to help a lot of people. So it doesn't always have to be articulate, you know? It's almost never articulate yeah. at the onset. Yeah. Even right now, it isn't for us. I mean, we are still learning more. Mm. You know, we are still seeing other areas of tutorial that yeah. we didn't see at the onset. That we say, okay, wow, this is even interesting. Mm -hmm. It's something I've thought about, but now I'm realizing I could do it using this platform. You know, so it's like progressive revelation. Yeah. The and the 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 other side to it is, if you don't make any attempt, you don't see the next. Yeah. You know, so people who just um, get discouraged and don't make any effort, that's a great disservice. Yeah. Even if it's in the wrong direction, just make an effort. In that effort, it opens up like says like a flower. Yeah. You it opens up and you see the next, yeah. and you see the next, you see the next, and obviously at some point you find out what you need to do. Great, preach it, Pastor Godwin. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, I I watched a video of you pitching your business. I think you pitch. It's called uh, Passion to Empire. You're pitching your business idea, and I heard you say that. Um, your work experience that you gained at while you're working at ExxonMobil and Deloitte um, yes. prepared you and gave you more understanding of organizational structure. Yeah. Which I found really um, fascinating and interesting because I know quite a number of young people who um, who think that getting a nine to five is a waste of time, mm. especially if they know what they want to do already. Um, now, for someone like you who has gone through that process, you've worked as an employee, you're, you're now a businessman. Tell us how important is it for you to gain work experience? I know there's no hard and fast route to success, but yeah. how important is gaining work experience for you, for a young person? I would say that anyone who has the opportunity to work in an established organization or work mm -hmm. with someone else, mm -hmm. um, that what you learn in that process can be used when you eventually start your business. Mm -hmm. I know not everyone would have the privilege of working in Mobile or mm -hmm. Deloitte, not but everybody. my working there was stretching. The level of excellence and the demand for excellence was high. Okay. And so, for, for instance, um, I saw how Mobile particularly structured their teams. I saw how um, they had the IT department. No, I never worked before that time. So they had the IT department. There was the HR. I saw how they dealt with their finances, when salaries were to be paid, um, the processes of signing on the new staff and signing off the staff. I saw that structure. I saw the what they did about security for their servers and um, security of the physical environment. I mean, I saw a lot of things that were new to me as a student yeah. that was working with them. And so I remember times I, I would leave my department and just go through every floor on, on mobile and go through each department and just ob observe, see how they worked. Mm -hmm. They had smaller teams, they had larger teams. And I realized that, okay, well, these smaller teams, they seem to do things that are related and they had to report to another guy that had oversight over a larger team. All that was new for me. I'd never worked anywhere else. And so that helped me plan and structure my business. So from a financial ang angle, for example, there are a lot of startups, a lot of young people who start business and do not even have a plan or think about how to manage their finances. Um, for example, um, having a bank account and making sure that every transaction goes through 
your bank account so you have an audit trail mm -hmm. those were things i learned at deloitte mm -hmm. actually and and so that gives me sort of an edge in terms of structuring my business that's why you replace it you would request it to try to get a response in five Straight ten up minute yeah. because of that organization yeah. and structure elsewhere it might take you two days one day which is normal before, for a lot of businesses in <laughs> before Nigeria, you get you know? feedback but wow. i saw those things at ExxonMobil and deloitte and it really has helped me so I, I would say anyone who has that opportunity it's not a disadvantage especially mm -hmm. if where you work they have taken the time to build good structure mm -hmm. now you can learn you can learn how different teams collaborate yeah. For example, we had someone that worked with us for, she did an in, in, internship, she had to go to serve and then she came visiting and she said, where, where I work, they, we still communicate by paper, you have to yeah. take this file and send it to someone and take this. But here at Tuteria, the ease of communication is amazing. We have an internal tool that helps us communicate faster and we don't have to go through that inefficient process of carrying physical files everywhere yeah. and she said she has to implement that yeah. new process in a new place of, of, of work so we have tried to be the things that I've, I learned because I learned that at Exxon Mobile they had an internal tool for communication and so that has helped me build my business so it's really uh, an advantage if you have that opportunity if you don't it just means you to be harder yeah. you spend more time to learn Learning. those processes yeah. by yourself Great. So you have heard, if you're running away from the regular 9 to 5, it's, it's, you need to go back and get an opportunity to actually work. So we have talked about your work ethics, work, work, work businesses. I know you're a very busy man. I've said that, I stated that <laughs> you know, earlier. But how do you find time to relax? I know you don't work every single day. How do you find time to relax? Um, I relax just with my wife or playing with her, laughing, whatever. We watch movies. Okay. Um, that's mostly how I relax. So we friends, a few friends. I don't have so many friends, interestingly. Um, so sometimes we just hang, hang out, either in my house or at a cinema or somewhere. But that's very rare, actually. Mm -hmm. Most times I just relax with my wife um, and just stay home or read a less serious book. <laughs> you are still working. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably wow. a book on business, but What's maybe a, a way to relax. serious one. Yeah. But mostly, I just I just have fun with my wife. Yeah. Okay, that's that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, Godwin, it's been such an amazing time with you here. I'm I'm so happy that this we finally made our time to do this interview. We have sadly come to the end. I mean, left to me, I would have loved to stay here and pick Godwin's brain and learn so much more because that's what you're doing here, literally. You're teaching me and um, you know I know that many people out there who are listening would also feel that pressing desire to chase after their dreams and ambitions absolutely so it's been an absolute absolute pleasure I'm so great um, grateful for you know the opportunity thank you so much yes so to download or listen to the episode please go to SoundCloud or iTunes if you enjoyed it please like leave a comment in the comment box we are also on social media at the chat podcast Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, we are at the chat. Joy Abar. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Please remember to leave your feedbacks if you enjoyed this episode. Thank you. Um, keep being the best version of yourself. Have a great one. Bye.